What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the ABL Podcast. I'm Ben, here with Aiden, and we got a special guest today who's probably going to be a semi-consistent reoccurring guest. It's Noah Kikinos. Check out his YouTube channel, The Split Cut, for all NBA storylines and content. Um, but yeah, today we're going to be dabbling in a little bit of sports briefly, and then we're going to go over uh, the big topic today is we made our top five best movie villains, and we're going to be debating that later. So, Some um, hot topics. Yeah, should get heated. <laughs> um, so we're going to start off with talking about the NFL games from um, last weekend. And just starting with the, um, the Packers-Bucks game, I think we should talk about first. Uh, what are you, your thoughts about like going into the Super Bowl? Do you feel like the Bucks have – or going against the Packers like how do you do you feel like the best team won first off and then do you think like this is a knock on Aaron Rodgers uh I don't think it's a knock on Aaron Rodgers I still think he's legit it's just unfortunate that he can't finish but I also kind of blame a little bit on LaFleur you know some of the game uh time decisions you know towards the end not the best move in my opinion but it's debatable I mean he's a head coach and he knows what he's doing at the end of the day like can't fault him too much for that but also, I think this game really showed you can't knock out TB12, and the, that Bucks team is getting hot at the right time. Like, literally, it's peaking and in going into the Super Bowl week. Yeah, so, they're playing really good. Yeah, I mean. defense was all over Aaron Rodgers. I felt like their D-line and their defense just seems so fast when, you're, when they're playing, just zooming around. Yeah, I, I was just like – like, I, I just wanted to interject something real quick. That, that I just wanted to talk about that one play where – People are saying that Aaron Rodgers could have ran it in for the touchdown. I, I'm just on the opposite side of the argument here. I don't think he would have made it. There are plenty of defenders and a pretty long way to go in his path. So 100. Well, that was on that way, but. stupid argument. Literally, if you look at one angle, there's like two defenders right on the goal. Line. I know. Not like no, that was that was dumb. Line, but like that's a stupid argument. But I actually disagree with what you said, Aiden. I think Lafleur deserves plenty of backlash for the decision not to go for it there with Aaron Rodgers on fourth and goal. I think that was stupid. The game's no. over. Why are you – like, I don't know why you're kicking the field goal. Such a great quarterback. Like, such a great quarterback. you got an awesome receiver too. Like, I just thought it was kind of a dumb move by LaFleur to not be more aggressive there. I thought – I don't know. I feel like you have – have... why, why give – the ball why give the ball back to tb12 like you're giving it like this guy's not gonna let you go in the game if you give him that much time with the ball no i i my, what i was trying to say was like i agree with you like i don't think it was the right move but at the end of the day he's the head coach and he gets paid i was trying to say like he gets paid to be in that position so like was it in hindsight was it the wrong move yeah so that's what i was trying to say all right okay i, I understood it you, you liked it though? You thought yeah, it was I mean, I didn't like it, but <laughs> when it happened live, I didn't, okay, I didn't like it, but when it happened live, obviously, I'm, I'm a big Twitter guy, I hopped on Twitter, and everyone was bashing him for taking the field goal, but I mean, going forward on fourth and goal, it's not certain points, but getting the three points made it a one possession game, and obviously, you take the chance of not getting the ball back, but I, I think there was some logic behind it. It was a one possession game anyway. They would have, I believe... They would have had to still get the uh, two-point conversion, but I just feel like a touchdown is so hard to get, especially against a, in the playoffs against a team with a defense like the Bucks. and you're just knocking on the door there. I think you know you're going to need a touchdown anyway. I think it was a bad move, but, I mean, it is what it is. TB12's going for seven. The statistics that I – like, they've been talking about – all the media has been talking about are crazy, like the 14 <laughs> – or the he was he's in out of 19 like seasons where he's been healthy and had the chance to go to the uh conference championships he's he's made it 14 you mean the new england invitational yeah the new england invitation previously known as the new england invitational but (laughs) no more could become the kansas city invitational in the afc i mean honestly i don't think people understand how hard it is to do what tom brady's done just like the the opportunity to even get to the Super Bowl is so like so rare, so rare, and the fact that Tom Brady has been able to do this year after year, always in contention, always making playoffs, and I think people 
need to really, really appreciate the greatness that he's brought to this game because I don't know, Patrick Mahomes may, and there's a good chance he'll be able to live up to this type of legacy, but it'll be something very rare that I don't know if we'll be able to see for a while. I think we got to chill on the Patrick Mahomes thing a little bit because, I mean, I have no doubt that may, like he's going to be a more talented quarterback than Tom Brady already is. Tom Brady's never been as talented as Mahomes is right now, but still, like, in terms of winning – even if he gets the second one now he's at now he's still four off and like a million like i don't know i just i can't see a team doing what tom i don't see a quarterback ever doing what tom brady's done ever i don't, I don't know. know it's it'll be rare i mean super bowl appearances i do want to say something really really quick i do feel like a lot of people i see on twitter just casual fans are kind of like bashing Belichick a little bit like saying oh this kind of takes away from his legacy but there are instances where you got to understand like our team Patriots had Teddy Bruschi yeah. the Patriots like Bill Belichick's a defensive mind anyways I mean this year also shows like they didn't have the personnel to even compete for the Super Bowl so it's I like mean, it, I don't like that argument I don't like how people are kind of bashing Belichick in, in that sort of sense yeah, our team's no good. It, it made sense for Tom Brady to move on if he wanted to keep competing and he wanted to keep being a contender because it wouldn't matter if we had Patrick Mahomes as our quarterback or Aaron Rodgers as our quarterback this year. It wouldn't have mattered. We still would have sucked. I mean, maybe we sneak into a wild card if we have one of those guys. But, like, it, it, it didn't matter because the team, the personnel that we have, which, I mean, totally Bill Belichick deserves some blame for that. Uh, because he obviously is like the lead acting guy when it comes to personal <clears throat> DK Metcalf and AJ Brown. Yeah, he he obviously he's had some poor drafts as well. But I mean, like he's like he has said uh, to the media before, we, <laughs> he sold out and won three Super Bowls. So yeah, I mean, you can't fault him for that. Yeah, you can't. All right, so do we want to move on to that other games? Chief Chiefs Bills. Um, I just want to say, like, dude. Yeah, you go I ahead. came up O for two this weekend. I'm kind of tight about it. It is what it is. I was wrong. I really thought it was going to be Pax Bills, but it, it's all right. It's all right. Um, I think, again, I underestimated Andy Reid, Eric Bieniemy, and Patrick Mahomes and just that whole squad. I really liked – my favorite part about the game is how Michael Hardman muffed the punt and the Chiefs offense decided, you know what, we're, we're going to get him back involved and boost his confidence. Like, I thought that spoke a lot about how they are as coaches and, like, trying to utilize all their players and try to like mentally get everybody back on the same page and forget about it. Yeah. It was clear that, uh, that they like right away tried to like get his confidence back up after, after that, uh, muff punt for sure. And, and just to have a swing like that was so big for the bills to get that and, and go up what they went up, I believe 10, nothing. Mm -hmm. That was, that's like such a big thing that you have to do against, against this chiefs team. But they like all year, they've just been so good at coming back. And, and dude, regardless of what people say, like momentum is, it does exist in football. Like I know there are people who yeah. like are just very much like, Oh, momentum's not a thing in basketball, like in sports. And it's just like, dude, hey, come on. That thing is real. And when you're, when you're sitting at the clock and you see your teams down, like the sideline's going to feel some type of way about it. And like the players are. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't have too much to say about this um, Bills game, but um it just seemed like the Chiefs they're just the team that's got the experience the team that's just their offense is rolling and the coaches know what they're doing everybody seems to be clicking um but I feel like it's it's the two best teams in the Super Bowl I really yeah. do hey bright future though for uh Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs and just that whole Bills organization um I'm really excited to see what they do in the future uh, yeah, I know I know Noah's a big Josh Allen stand fandom going on um, we stood with them in this past off season we we were with them the entire way this year came up a little short but we're gonna be back i believe both me and aiden last week were riding bills on the podcast which was i mean we're idiots looking back looking back yeah why, why do we we should never count out the two we should have we should have just went you know what patrick mahomes and the chiefs are reigning super bowl champs they're gonna do it like i mean yeah got the experience like we, we should have like patrick mahomes is he, i mean he must have – he obviously has, like, something up with his foot or whatever, but he must have just shot some painkillers in there and went out and just <laughs> balled out. Must have been the game plan. But, um, I mean, any thoughts, like, you think 
what do you guys think about the Super Bowl? I think it's going to be – I think it's a really fun matchup. I think it's going to be really close to see Mahomes. Hey, versus all I'm going to say is don't count out TB12. That's all I'm going to say. Definitely don't. And that uh, defense. Hey, well, I, I it's, still it's think TB12 is that guy. Ho- hopefully AB's back too. Mm-hmm. And the Chiefs lost uh, – I think it will be very interesting to see early on in that Super Bowl. Um, the Chiefs lost an O-lineman in the game this weekend. And uh, so – their O-line's pretty banged up. Um, so, with, uh, going against a super strong d- defensive line, it's it's going to be – I think that's going to be potentially, like, the biggest matchup of the game. Um, um, so, any other real thoughts? Quick, hold it, real quick, I do want to talk to you about something. Um, what do you think about this whole narrative that people are saying about, um, you know – any quarterback could have gone to that Bucks team that uh, they could have went to the same position. Doesn't matter if it was Tom Brady or whoever it was. Like, come on! Like, I don't we know. saw Jameis with them last year. Yeah, I know. Terrible. Yeah, people are just like people don't understand too that it's like, dude. The only like really thing that they added was AB, and like, yeah, that makes them better. But AB also didn't come till like week ten. So like, I don't know. Twitter's just a very weird place, and they there's some weird takes I see there. Uh, yeah, and I also just want to say like I feel like one thing like this has nothing to do with like Tom Brady's ability, but like one thing I feel like that he does when he's on a team, if you're walking out for a playoff game and you have Tom Brady under center, like the rest of the team, you got to be walking out with confidence and like a swagger. Cause you know, this guy, this is what he does. He wins. Like it's, that's what he does. He wins big games. He wins big moments. And I mean, if you're going to be the Tom Brady hater, cause he threw three picks or cause he, you know, he, he isn't as he didn't, isn't as elite as he like has been um then i mean come on man like yeah if they had patrick mahomes or if they had aaron Rodgers, they're probably in the same position sure i'll concede that but i mean tom brady has played well at the end of the at uh the end of this year stretch he got a little too confident in the games this weekend with those 50 50 balls but i mean when you have mike evans and you got chris godwin i mean you gotta have confidence in those receivers I just think that Bucks team, they're playing hot and they're playing with confidence. Not making any pick, though, right now. Um, yeah. All right, then the other big thing, or do you have anything else to say, Noah or Aiden, about the Super Bowl? Sorry. No, that's all uh, I had to say. Yeah. It's going to be a fun matchup. It's going to be a great game. I think as a Nav, I had to choose. I think I got to ride with Mahomes and the Chiefs, the next <laughs> dynasty. But it's definitely yeah. going to be a close one. I won't be surprised if Brady pulls it off. I'm, I'm per- like, Heard honestly, you. I'm a, I'm a Pats fan. I'm be rooting for Brady, but I don't know if he's going to have enough to take down Mahomes this time. I'm I'm definitely going to be rooting for um, Brady as well. And gun to my head right now today, which is, uh, what is it, Friday, um, the 26th or 29th, sorry. Uh, I am going – I would pick Chiefs right now, gun to my head, but I definitely need to think about it more because I think that there's more to consider about than just Mahomes is, like, awesome, obviously, but – um, the other big news in sports that happened recently is the is uh, there's a huge UFC fight between Justin Poirier as well as Conor McGregor. And to many people's surprise, including me, I was absolutely shocked. Uh, Poirier got a second round knockout on McGregor and that boy got pieced. <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> Wow. What an upset. What an upset. What a milestone win for Poirier, who's lost to McGregor in the past. Um, kind of got the beat down from him in the past. But to come out and, and just just throw the hands and, and connect like he did against McGregor and just clean cock him for a, a nice KO. Super impressive. I don't know where this propels Poirier, but I mean He's got to be right up there with anyone else in the division to compete. Hey, we going to see a trilogy or what? What do you think? With Poirier McGregor? Yeah. I think that's going to depend on what McGregor does. I um, hope so. He's got to come out and, and show that he can win because, I mean, he hasn't had, like, a marquee win in a while. Um, I look, you think Dana's kind of freaking out about the business side of the UFC. I, think, I mean, I, think I don't know. Dude, that. think about like who's who's like the biggest name right now that's still fighting. Uh, yeah, Israel Adesanya, but like that's the only guy. Like Khabib's not fighting. McGregor's kind of like down and out right now. Not that he's down and out, but like yeah. he's not well, he's not doing. He's always gonna generate, even if he's down and out, as long as he's like 
a top 10 guy he's gonna in this division he's gonna generate but still like where's john jones at you know like yeah, that is a good question. He should be fighting. He should be coming out to fight pretty soon because he just moved up to heavyweight a couple months ago. So who would he fight, Stipe? Or did they already fight? Um, well, he they wouldn't. I don't know if they would give him a title shot right away. They'd probably – John uh, Jones? I mean, he's arguably the best UFC fighter ever, pound for pound. Yeah, but you got to show you, you can do it against guys that size. I mean, show, dude, dude, he has nothing on his resume that shows, like, he shouldn't be able to – he should go for a title fight. It's John Jones. Everybody knows who he is. He's arguably the best UFC fighter. I mean, like Everybody he, knows who he is. Everybody knows he's great, but I don't know. You, you, you want the moolah. You want the moolah. You want the money. Come on. Still got, I think they need to give him at least one fight against, like, a top a top guy, see what he does there. And then um, from there, he should be able to challenge, I think, for sure. Yeah. I mean, also, the, the heavyweight division is a little uh, – it's a little weak with Cormier leaving and Stipe potentially out the door as well. Uh, but so, it, I mean, if Stipe decides to retire, then definitely you got to throw John Jones in because there's no one else. Really, it'd be like him, Curtis Blades or something, <laughs> Derek Lewis, I don't know. But um, but yeah, I mean, there are definitely not, a, not as many stars as we would hope, but I mean, I think there's also – um up and comers coming like th- there's um chimaev and and the other guy who he's like buddies with uh, i forget his name i apologize but um and you got like sean o'malley still still could really uh, really well are, are we just gonna fall are you like is everybody off him now just because he broke his ankle by rolling it in his f- last fight so he lost <laughs> like, ah, dude sean, i don't know i don't think that guy's that like and i'm not even a ufc head and i kind of know he's not that legit i think I mean, we don't know if he's legit. He literally curbed on everybody, lost. and then the dude lost. Huh? The dude already lost, yeah, and like not even a marquee matchup. Oh, good fighter, Marlon Vera is a good fighter. Yeah, but it wasn't like a title fight. Well, yeah, but I mean, he didn't even really get hit. He just broke his ankle on like a, a slip. He like slipped all right, and all right. that's why he lost. He literally went to the ground and was like, ah. <laughs> um, well, anyway, I don't know. The, U- the UFC, that division is stacked. The lightweight division is awesome. Ooh, the um, Max Holloway? Comes back, turns around, and fights quickly. I would like to see that, but it'll, it probably won't be for a couple of months because of the uh, KO. So. Yeah, he's got, he's got to go fight Jake Paul a little bit, too. On the, <laughs> on the ass, yeah, no, hey. I don't want to see that Jake Paul. <laughs> Jake Paul rescinded his offer, all right? Uh, I want to see uh, who Dylan Dennis. Is that the guy that – Dylan Dennis, yeah, yeah he's fighting – Oh, do we need a uh, one thing I would just like to mention? Um, also that came out recently is Jake Paul is to set to fight. Are we really gonna talk about this? Jake Paul's a bomb. I'm just gonna mention it. I'm just gonna mention <laughs> I think that uh Ben Ashkin's gonna lose pretty badly. I really do. Oh um, dude, Jake Paul's a bum. This guy's literally a bum, I think. Yeah, wa- watch Ben Ashkin's <laughs> clips on YouTube. Okay, why doesn't he fight KSI? I don't know. Because KSI would beat him and he's a YouTuber. <laughs> Yeah, I know. No, Ben Askren is a real fighter, and that's probably why Jake wanted him to fight. But the thing is, is he's he's la- pretty laughable when it comes to striking on his feet. <laughs> it's pretty laughable. He's not even in the UFC anymore. Um, but yeah, I, I actually think that Ben Askren will definitely. I I think he will lose that that boxing match. Anyway, uh, I hope Jake will just fuck I mean, that guy. Huh. <laughs> I said, fuck Jake Paul. I hope that guy loses. I mean, I'm not rooting for him, but... So, do we want to move on to this villains list now, though? Yeah. So, how's it going to work? We're just we're just going to go one by one. Everyone's going to say they're one. Um, yeah, we're going to start from one or five. We like to start from one. Is that what we're doing? Well, let's start from five. I mean... Five. Okay. Oh, I, don't we're, we're, I, I don't really have mine ranked. I kind of just threw them out there. You gotta rank I guess them. they can be ranked. We'll give you a little bit to rank them. You got to okay. rank them. One through five. We'll start at one. We'll start at one. Start at one. <clears throat> start at one. So, any other? Uh, should, I, should I die first? Or... I, I at least have my number one. If, if you have your number one, yeah, sure. Sure, go ahead. Guess no, no, start it off. Start it off. No. So, so I, I think this way. Real quick, common... I think we're all going to have a consensus number one, but we'll see. Yeah, I, oh, say, wait, I think uh, we're going to have a common number one. Um, right off the bat, it's it's this list is villains and also uh antagonists really so it's not necessarily just like a pure villain um but yeah just uh go ahead and tell us also tell us also kind of kind of give us a description of why you put like a certain player person there because that's what i'm going to kind of do with some of these oh yeah, definitely like, yeah, yeah i'll give a little, i'll give a little reasoning so 
Number one, like I said, I think this is going to be a consensus, but I have the Heath Ledger Joker. This is just an iconic villain. One of the, I mean, I know we're supposed to give reasoning for it, but I mean, just the absolute, just the style that he brings to it and just the amazing, amazing acting he did, literally driving himself insane just to pull off this role. It was a masterpiece. And it's a big reason why I can watch The Dark Knight over and over again and every aboard of it. Yeah, I mean, I think you have the Joker as well, Aiden, correct? Yeah, do you mind if I mind if I just talk a little bit? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, God bless Heath Ledger. Um, I mean, this guy, if you, like, went into deep, deeper into the stories, like, this guy would lock himself in a room, film himself, I mean, for months. Like, wouldn't go outside for months and perfect his craft. You want to talk about, like, model acting. Like, this guy is the peak of it. Australian guy to pull off that little voice that little mannerisms i mean he has so many quotable lines um it, it's it's a phenomenal job and rest in peace Heath Ledger, a phenomenal actor yeah i i also have the joker um this is maybe my favorite dark knight is maybe my favorite movie of all time i love that's another that's another time we have to get into yeah that. well, we'll hot about take that. um i don't think it's very hot, hot of a take but uh i mean this the hysteria that ledger is able to like bring into that part and like just the the way like he's got the voice down like the makeup the licking his lips um and the way that they have the him telling like how the story about how he got the scars how it changes throughout yeah two different stories that's I mean, just hot. i love that um he does just such a great job playing somebody who really doesn't like care about anything at all and ha- like the part where he talks to batman where he's he's hanging upside down on um like mm-hmm. the skyscraper or whatever he's talking to batman how he doesn't actually want to kill him because like he complete batman completes it's like it's like fun it's almost like it's what gets yeah, him going it's, it's, it's like enjoyment to him he loves it like that just he does such a good job just showing how crazy of a character this guy is and i just thought it was a masterpiece by heath ledger and by nolan and um I mean, I think it's, it's about as close to perfect as you can get. Yeah. yeah. For a role. I think, role. I think one, I think one of the things that I think one of the things that like separates Heath Ledger from this Joker version, not the Jared Leto version, because fuck that one. But uh, uh, <laughs> this version of the Joker, I think what separates this is like the fact that he's like so nonchalant about like real like people dying like well depending on the time she could be in one spot or several like the way he like presents that stuff and like the way he's like so like almost like relaxed in certain situations not i don't want to say relaxed but like the way he's so like not changing his emotion during these like serious critical situations is just phenomenal i think yeah and like the scene where he's getting the shit beaten out of him by batman he's like like, having fun laughing at it he's and he yeah he does such a good job in that scene just like pretending he just loves the pain almost um so is that it on the joker ready to move on to number two yeah number two who wants to kick it off you got it aiden all right number two i went with one of my favorite movies ever from inglorious bastard tons londa i like that one i like the pick for sure um i think because this is one of my favorite movies i i really tried to see myself like the first time i watched this movie all right and this guy in the opening scene, I think it's arguably, you could argue the Dark Knight opening scene, but this opening scene, it's like a 20 minute scene and he just creates fear. And I think everybody will point this out. The fact that he's able to change his facial, facial expression. We're talking about, oh, you're hiding enemies under your floorboards, are you not? Like that sort of acting is the most creepy thing. And then when he's actually meets Shoshana, um, you know, when they're having that, like at the Nazi German, um, like what is it the diner or whatever when like the party like the little party party. party when he comes in and they put the music and he's having that conversation like oh shit does he remember that shit gives me goosebumps every time with the whole um he's speaking italian to brad pitt and like all them and he's just toying with them he's like he like knows that they're that they're obviously not italian and he's just toying with them that's just arguably like one of the most chilling things and it's just like so sick and twisted yeah, I, that's not my number two, but I mean, I just think he that is a great, um, a great villain, and I think like the part that's so awesome about him is without making him Hans Landa look like a scary guy, like he doesn't look Facts. menacing or scary. 
it's still like when he comes into a scene, the tension in the scene and 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 like the reaction, so the buildup, the buildup's crazy. The buildup and the small reaction of of the other characters of the rooms that he walks in, you can just feel like everybody tighten up and like you just subconsciously have that own reaction watching it. I just think that is it's so mashed like such a masterful way to make a guy menacing without actually like having it needing to be like a, in a visual way also yeah. spoiler alert i mean I don't, if anybody hasn't seen the movie like you can get <laughs> yeah like dude unless it's like the, a fact, the fact that he just flips up in that movie like switches sides and is like you know i want to end the war and i want to get all this stuff it's just like <laughs> this guy's a fucking like asshole like i mean good to end the war he's just just like totally switching up on everybody for his own personal benefit like that's just sick and twisted yeah but he didn't care he didn't care about yeah he didn't care he didn't even care about what he was doing that's what's so fucked he was just good at his job (laughs) yeah yeah these first two villains that that we've talked about have just absolutely phenomenal opening scenes Mm -hmm. Uh, both of them where the joker's robbing the bank just killing all of his guys because they don't know he's a joke yeah yeah it's just crazy and then right. Hans Landa just being so menacing in that uh in, in that ha- a random french house um all right Benji who you got yeah so uh for my number two I went with Voldemort from the Harry Potter series. oh come Ooh. on really I mean like okay 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 I, how I'm are you gonna hate, hate on that bro I'm gonna hate I'm gonna hate it's just like two that's the two join Oh yeah. Oh um, yeah. I, I think that's a little high, but I still I respect me some Voldemort. I respect. I, I mean, respect, I think like, first off, I don't think there's ever like I don't think there's any villain in my opinion that has like a cooler villainous look and like makeup. Facts. I'll give you. I'll give you that one. Voldemort does in, in this in the Harry Potter series. Um, and then also just. Like one thing that I found so cool is the is um the fact that everybody throughout the entire series he's such a menacing person in in this Harry Potter universe that people won't even say his name out loud because mm-hmm. they're that terrified. And Yo, how, about, how about like the end of the whole like thing when like he's like wants Draco to come over? Yeah, to his yeah. Side and when he wants to just... get Draco to come over, yeah. but um. And then it turns out because he thinks Harry Potter's dead, but he's not actually dead because they like do the whole thing with the Horcruxes. Mm -hmm. I mean, I just think like the 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 way that he's built up throughout the movies as well, like starting with as um, when you first look in the Chamber of Secrets, when um, you have Harry Potter with this book and you don't know you don't know who this guy Tom Riddle really is. And then like he eventually when he's in the final uh, fight in that movie. All, Tom Riddle just like t- comes and appears and shows that his name is just gets like siphoned around into a uh, Voldemort. And I, I just think the character is so cool. They do a great job at making him such a dark person and seem so feared by all the other characters that aren't involved in the Death Eaters um, that I had to put him as my number two. That could be, I mean, you could say it's a little biased because it is one of my favorite childhood series if not my favorite but um as i was growing up but yeah i mean i just think he's an awesome villain and the makeup is unreal on him i think the way they made him look so slimy and weird (laughs) to me i think the crazy thing about him is when you think of movie villains i feel like at most it's like two maybe even three movies but he falls in the very rare category where he was the guy for seven straight movies. Obviously, there were other like, you know, side villains here and there, but seven straight and seven straight good movies too, where he was like the guy at the end of the tunnel. Except Deathly Hallows Part One, that was ass, but it was a setup. For part <laughs> it was a setup. It's a setup. But... <laughs> yeah, it's a setup. It's a setup. All right, Noah, what you uh, got? So, my number two, another person who's actually in a bigger franchise or like a longer franchise, but I have Jigsaw. I, I'm just a, I'm just a huge fan. Wow! wow. I, I love me a little bit of horror. There. I love me a little bit of horror, and obviously the um you know Saw movies made the whole like torture category in horror movies really popular. And I mean Jigsaw is just he's a mastermind. He has all these dope traps, which obviously I'm not advocating for human suffering, but in a movie setting, they're just they're dope sh- and fun to watch. And he he has this grandmaster plan where there's twists and turns everywhere. 
And that's just that's just my type of villain, you know, someone who's gonna just be, you know, puppeteering everyone else in the movie. Yeah, I I mean I love just the idea of like Jigsaw, um, just <laughs> being able to trap people in these like super painful, elaborate schemes where he forces them to like do these crazy things that they don't want to do and like sacrifice stuff if they want to get out um i mean he he wasn't i mean i honestly didn't even think about him for consideration but yeah neither did i because no, that was largely because the movies get a little shitty a little shitty yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah they, do. they, do. <laughs> they <laughs> like later like they're pretty good at first and then they get pretty shitty but no, as a character, he's definitely an iconic like villain, especially in, in horror. And I, I love horror villains. Um, I think that uh I mean I think def I think that's definitely too high for him, but like hey, I like I like the pick. You, you can't forget the little dude on the trike too. The little dude on the trike. I, was not, it's a package yeah, I, mean, I I really didn't expect that one. That was You're I like really kind of game with us, Noah. All right. All, all right, so like on to number three. Who wants, to, who wants to kick it off for three? All right, I'll go because you guys yeah, went uh, So I went with Hannibal Lecter from Silence Ooh. of the Lambs. Um, I again, like, he just is such like maybe the most sinister character I've ever seen in a movie. Because, I mean, even the opening scene where you first see him, he's in this uh this like super high security prison, and as Clarice, the detective, walks over to his cell. It's like these two guys who are clearly insane right next to him. And then she goes to his cell and it looks in and it's just him with like a button down shirt, like, or not a button down shirt. Like looking, he was in his prison stuff. He was like, just looking like mm-hmm. up compared to those other guys. Not crazy. Totally seems like a smart guy who has his things together, but just the way he acts, like the way he speaks, the conviction he speaks with and the way he clearly just toys with the minds of all of the like law enforcement um i think i was being a psychotic person that kills and eats people (laughs) yeah dude the best scene i think in that is when he's got that mask on like when he's like when he's trying to get what are they like transporting him or something like that transporting him and if you just watch his eyes during that that shit does all the acting in that scene like he can't do any other facial expression except for the eyes and you're still like that's such a like disgusting like terrifying look like this guy's a psycho he may or may not be on my list but uh <laughs> yeah he's also on my list somewhere I mean, and then there's that <laughs> we'll one scene there, yeah. where he's he's got the mask again i believe maybe i'm wrong though but he's very restricted and he's talking to the like other it was somebody who, who had like a, a family member that was uh victimized in it it's been a little bit since i've seen the movie mm. but and he just is talking fire to movie about, though. like they suffered or whatever and Pretty like creepy. just uh, such a creepy guy as well as the ending is very cool. Um, Let's go see an old friend. Yeah, I, I, he's got to visit a new friend for dinner. Uh, old sure. friend for dinner. Yeah, that that's the creepiest. Yeah, I, I mean, amazing one. I mean, he was honestly in contention. I mean, if it wasn't for how good Heath Ledger was, he'd be in contention for number one. But he was definitely he, in contention for number two. The only reason why I wouldn't put that guy number one is because I don't think the film necessarily is focused about him per se. Like it's that he's not it's like the Buffalo main Bill, focus. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, it's, it's more about Buffalo Bill. So like he's he's sketchy, he's creepy, and all that. But that's why I wouldn't put him at number one. That, that's all right. He, I just that's that's reasonable. I just found that he he's just. I like just in normal dialogue. I've never watched yeah. that feels so sinister when he's just having a uh, conversation. Um, should I go for three? Yeah, when he's at. Yeah. All right, this one. This is the reason why I was like, I don't know if he's going to be considered a villain. He's more of an antihero, but I have Tony Montana at three. Um, oh. This guy, I think. Wait, what? Sorry, what movie is this? I, I, Scarface. Scarface. Yeah, I haven't seen Scarface. Yet. Oh come on! <laughs> I'm sorry. Dude. I'm not. I'm not well versed in the older movies. But... Yeah, I mean, I also haven't seen. All, I've only seen parts of Scarface. I have not seen the full thing start to finish. The reason why I went with this guy is, I think number one, he's the most. I mean, you could say Mark, Michael Corleone, but like he's arguably the most notorious character in a crime movie. Would you Would you agree? Like he's like one of the most well known. I mean, yeah, I know. I, I I would say that he's one of them for sure. 
and like, he's so there. he's so quotable and he's just so like so hot tempered and just like he has arguably some of the most like quotable lines in movies like say hello to my little friend like that is one of the best scenes like this guy is coked out he's done some crazy shit like shooting his best friend and like he's just like a menace and it's it's like almost one of those best like rags to riches and then falls movie this guy came from nothing a cuban refugee and then becomes his drug lord and becomes a coked out dude and starts losing everything that he built up so i think he's one of the best characters again like in a crime movie and one of the best villains i guess you could say because he's not doing anything good i mean he murders and deals drugs but like his quotes in that movie are just so chilling i think just you know when it, when his wife is complaining to him about how he's not there enough and then she leaves him and he just says another quaalude and she's gonna love me again like that is one of like the like craziest <laughs> lines i think in movie history that's good that's a good one all right yeah, I mean, I don't, I, I have not seen the movie like completely. So. Highly recommend, or I would just recommend parts if you've never seen it. It's a long movie. It's about like a three hour joint, like around there, like two, two forty five. I, I'll throw it on the list. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right. right. Uh, so my doing? number three, it's another, another one from kind of a you know less good movie to say, <laughs> but uh, I got Pennywise the Clown. Oh, I mean. And, um, it's just an iconic character. Obviously, this you know the clown. I think that sparked a lot of common fears amongst the public. And I've just always loved the style of him too, with the grin and uh, Skarsgård just has he plays it so well too. Although I've never seen the original version, but I've heard great things about it. But I was thinking more of the recent movies with Skarsgård. But I just love the balloons, the makeup, the just entire just outfit itself. And I mean, he's a and the sewer scene is one of the one of the better scenes of all time, and yeah, I, I love me love me some Pennywise. Yeah, it's I mean that that's definitely a solid pick. I think if you definitely also include like the the uh, original one as well, because I know that definitely was a very feared movie character for a long time. Um, and I mean, I would I wouldn't necessarily say bad movie until number. I think the it, second movie was pretty bad. <laughs> I thought it was pretty terrible. It had an ensemble cast though, which is interesting. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. I thought the uh, I thought that the um, the first it that's like the newer version is good, and then obviously the the old one is like the classic, a very iconic villain. Um, with a really the clown definitely has a very creepy style to it, so. I think they did a great job, a great job with that and making kids uh, scared of clowns at birthday parties forever now. Probably. <laughs> are, are we uh, moving on to number, number four? four? I think. Yep. Um, Noah, you want to start this one off again? Yeah, sure. So uh, my number four is Hamble Lecter and we already kind of went into him, but I mean, most of the same reasons too. He's just such a, a chilling guy and like you said, his mannerisms and how he's just like the least looking psychopath out of the, everyone in the jail, yet he is the most psychotic in the end. And um, I'm not sure if it has any um, relation to the first movie, but I've seen, I've never actually watched it, but I've like seen uh, maybe on Netflix, there's a, there's like a spinoff with Hannibal Lecter. Don't watch it. Don't watch it. Is it I'm not good? Or? Like the other ones, like the ones that are like early 2000s, like they're just not that good i think and it's also i don't think sir anthony hopkins is is even no i think it is him i don't know i'll have to recheck because i never like really looked into it but i've just i've seen like the the like title card not the yeah whatever i've seen like a i've seen it but not actually watched it all right um real quick because my number four was also hannibal lecter all right yeah so i mean we so you can just say your four well, <laughs> my four was also one that's already been there in Hans Landa. Mm, okay, so so should we just go to five if that's the case? I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't think that we need to touch on Hans anymore or really Hannibal. So uh, I think it's pretty clear we already went over why we're super big fans of them. Um, but yeah, Aiden, you want to start us off with five? All right, five. And real quick, uh, at the end of this list, I kind of want to throw some honorable mentions. Oh uh, yeah, at the at the end when we're done, I have. I have a bunch of them <laughs> that I'd so like to five. Do. I have the family from get out. Ooh. Okay. That that's on my honorable like mentions list. I put the get out family as well. Um, Dude, that's like, I like it. I like phenomenal. It. First off a really good movie. And one of the things I want to just touch real quick, like the Jordan Peele movies, I know they're horror, but like 
they also have like a deeper meaning to society and like all this other, these like other thematic ideas within the horror movies that relate to our current events, which is awesome. Like I really do like watching his movies like that and us, but I do think like this family, like they come, like the girlfriend just comes off so unassuming like you would not expect it and all of a sudden you just start seeing these things and like little by little it's just this this huge thing and like the tea and it is just wild the smoke like the cigarettes it's just everything yeah they do a great job um when when the the mom like makes him sink into the sunken place and then yeah wild I mean, one thing that was i thought awesome in that movie was when um he takes the flash camera picture and that guy snaps. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, he that's just OD original conscious Yeah, that and the family's like kind of freaking out. That's super cool. And then when he finds all the, like she, uh, at the beginning of the movie, I remember it says something about how like, uh, she's never had a black boyfriend or something. Mm-hmm. And then turns and then out he finds in the closet, like pictures with her and all these other former black, Old uh, man catalog, dude. And then, and then, no, the, the creepiest <laughs> yeah. thing is when she's having the cereal and she has the bowl and the milk, like not to get, like you know what I mean. Like she had like the fruit yeah, yeah she separates the milk and the cereal. Like, then she searches like top N- she, I think she searched top NCAA basketball yeah, prospect or something <laughs> on the computer. Um, but that's yeah, my favorite part. Again, that's my favorite part. Yeah, that's all the little awesome. like all the tiny little things that Jordan Peele just threw in. There's some like little. Yeah, that's so what amazing. I was just about to say. So I remember watching it the first time and then going back and watching like the things you missed or whatever. When at the beginning they hit the deer and um, the cop asked for the license and she defends him. I didn't connect that like, and that was her just trying to avoid a paper trail to to like of him being with her. Um, and then like obviously you see like the girl hiding her scar from her forehead in the mirror. Yeah. But yeah, the, the family is extremely, it does a really good job. Like the dad and the mom and, and, and the girlfriend uh, just playing friendly for so long until like it becomes clear that they're got terrible intentions. Psychos. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then should I go for my five? Yeah, go. Yeah. Let I low-key want to change it looking at it right now, but... <laughs> just do you, just do you. But I'm going to keep what I have because it's between this or another movie I watched recently. But I'm uh, going to go with Bane from Dark Knight Rises. I know okay. it's the same trilogy, but that is such a fun, cool, awesome villain, I think. I think, honestly, I think the most quotable villain of all time. Like, I think he has so many quotes in that movie. That opening Where, quote, like, dude, with the with the plane, and he's oh, with the plane, yeah, he yeah. maybe he's wondering, he's wondering why you would shoot a man when you or like yeah, when, when you're about, yeah, maybe he's not scared of you shooting a man when you're about to throw him out of a plane, <laughs> something like that. But like he just does such a great job from that opening scene through the whole thing. I would say his death was anticlimactic, a little lame, mm-hmm. but um when he's just First talking off, about how like he was born in the darkness and like Batman thinks darkness is his ally, but it's not, he merely adopted it. He's just so many quotes, uh, how he's going to give Gotham back to the people. The so way many awesome. Or hmm? what, what was it? It's like something about like the prison with Bane. I forget. I forget. Like, how, didn't he? Get so out? basically it, it was supposed to be that he, uh, he grew from the, he, survived the only person ever to make it out of this pit in the middle of nowhere no i know i know that scene i just forget like what exactly happened because it was ra son, like son yeah well he was actually the protector for the girl at the end who was the daughter of the guy who ran the league of shadows liam Liam guys from previously yeah so but i mean i just think he does a great job doing all the explosions committing to it and then at the end i love uh the girl tells Bane not to kill Batman after she like stabs him. And then right when she leaves, Bane's like, well, you know, I'm going to kill you. Right. <laughs> it's just so good. I, I just love that, um, that movie. Um, but yeah, in the honorable mentions, I'll get to who, who the closest I had a bunch. I, have like, five, I think I have like five things I want to talk about. In the honorable oh, yeah. I got like, quick. all right. Noah, so, Noah, you, you give yourself. Your so five. my fifth one, I was um I had a tough choice between two people from the same franchise and it's one that I recently watched so I have a little bit of recency bias in it but I went with Captain Barbosa from Pirates of the Caribbean and I understand that he 
he kind of hops back and forth between ally to Jack Sparrow <laughs> and villain. Take, I think <laughs> I, I just it might be a little recency bias, but like he is just the epitome of a pirate. Like going back into the series, oh, Jones. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, that's the other person who I almost had in his place. But yeah, the thing weird. is, like Davy Jones, I. I always used to love him, and I still do. But can, like, he just doesn't get the same screen time and opportunity as Barbosa. Yeah, and like the first movies, the first. And Davy Jones is also, you know, a, a humanoid. He's like an octopus human, so he's not exactly like when you think pirate, you don't really think Davy. I mean, like obviously you might think Davy Jones, but like when you think of like a human pirate, I think it's Barbosa, and he just plays the role so well for every single movie that he's in. I just I love them. I I really did. I love that series. That was like my first movie series when I was little. That like everybody like, in our generation, like that Pirates of the yeah, Caribbean. Yeah, that's like the one, right? <laughs> like yeah, our generation, that's what we grew up on. Grade and it all started coming out. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that he does a really good job. I've in it's been so long since I've seen those movies, but I think it's the first couple movies where he's like more the villain. Is the first movie he's the villain second movie and third movie he becomes more of an ally but he's still kind of like the last the last he, one ha- made, he has his own goals yeah the last the last one they made like with the trident and everything and uh bardem i just recently watched that one yeah he um, he's an ally in that one so i know he's like pretty much i mean he got his little he's monkey like, he's more ally but even yeah he's got his little monkey his little monkey's dope too but like, even though he is an ally when he's not a villain, he still has like his own goals that are separate from our like yeah. the protagonist. There's a reason why That's he's why I kind of yeah. Like like and, he has the he has some incentive to be. I mean, yeah. I think that's a really hot take for Pirates of the Caribbean villain to make it on the list. But you know what? I love the <laughs> series. So I love the series. So I let it slide. But I think uh, definitely the coolest things in those movies has to be the Kraken. The Kraken's fucking yeah. The Kraken's dope. <laughs> it's so cool. I I I think at least. Uh, uh, have you said your fifth yet? Yeah, I said uh, the Get Out family. All right, right, okay. Oh. So so then, do we uh, honorable mentions? I kind of just like to say the uh, the guy that I was so close to putting five and maybe sort of want to put five is Anton Chigurh from yeah. No Country for Old Men. I rewatched it and man, is he just excellent, especially in that gas station scene. That is that yeah. gas station scene is like for me, like an all time like acting scene, like so good the way that he just <laughs> backs this guy into a corner and makes him so scared. And he asks him, like, what time does he go to bed? And <laughs> and he's like, you already asked me that you already asked. How about, me. How about the opening scene in that one, too, like with the face? Like that he makes when he's strangling the police officer, and then oh, yeah. to that guy, I need you to step out of the car, sir. Yeah, yeah. step out of the car. Would you please hold still? Yeah, and, and then he shoots the like cow rod through his forehead. The oh, that reason, like he's in my honorable mentions, but the only reason why I didn't put him up there, it's like he he was just like a great acting job, and like he didn't do anything that was like insane like he just had that cool shotgun oh yeah no he wasn't yeah he didn't have some like super evil plan but he was just such man like it was like yeah but the the way people i mean i love how they have um the dude with the cowboy hat comes in and he like and he uh is is just telling him about the kind of guy anton is and like how it's like you could say like normal rules don't apply to him and that he like doesn't care about money there's like he's got like something more that he cares about in terms of like principle when it comes to like his hit manning and i just i don't know i think he does a great job being like a creepy guy who's really good at his job and dopest like the coolest weapons that anyone has like any villain i feel like the yeah, the yeah. giant shotgun with the huge like oil can the spats with the huge oil can suppressor and then yeah. the um the like thing that takes out it's like, like for cows i'm pretty sure yeah yeah, it shoots a, a rod into a cow and then it, yeah. it comes back like six inches into a cow. Yeah. I don't know what you call um, that, but such cool weapons. Um, who, who else do you have? Who else do I have? I mean, I was going to name like my honorable mention, so it'll just be real quick. Okay. Well, the other guys I had was, um, I'm sure you have this one, Kaiser Soze from Usual Suspects. Yeah, he was. And then I threw Darth Vader in there because, I mean, yeah, you have to, but it's iconic. Like, you have to, but he's yeah. I, he was never gonna make my top five, to be honest. Um, 
John Doe from seven. Yes, no, he just was only in it for a little bit, but when he was in there for the scream time, it was unreal good. And the way he leads the like the sick shit he did to these human beings. Yeah, no, it's disgusting. It's so fucked that he did to the now it's contradictory, contradictory of like being like the seven deadly sins, but like he's also yeah. committing sins too. Like but then him him in the car when when he's talking about how like only in like a world like this can you yeah. Can uh, these people be considered innocent? And then when he like has the whole plan is for him to have like um, Brad Pitt's character's wife's head just yeah, show up in a box him. where they bring him. Yeah, there's just so messed up. Does such a good job. That was a huge spoiler, but you should have seen the movie by now. Um, and if you haven't, still go watch it. Uh, but I thought he just does such a good job. And then also Kevin Spacey as Kaiser Soze. He's just does a great job. I don't respect the guy as a person, but um, like Kevin Spacey yeah, is a phenomenal actor. He sticks straight to the work. On the- I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm talking about him on in movies. Yeah, yeah. No, I know, I know. I'm just saying in general, we just had a clear brother. Actor, for sure. Top actor, yeah. I mean, I, I've never seen the TV series like House of Cards or whatever, but I heard he's really good in that too. Yeah, I mean, geez, he was even amazing in the Call of Duty campaign yeah. back in the day. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, but Another one that I, I put down, uh, I, I have I had the Get Out family and I had um, Detective Alonzo from Training Day I threw okay. in because I think he actually is really good because he starts off as like we think he's going to be like partners with this dude and whatever. But then he ends up blackmailing him by get him to, getting him to smoke PCP yeah, and then like forcing him to like help them get money by like killing this guy and like all all that messed up shit and then eventually tries to kill um forget the main character's name but the main character uh and it's just it's a great great job by uh denzel i think and i mean they they do a really good job that's probably the best job i've seen uh, or definitely the best job i've seen of of someone playing a crooked cop for sure that's a great do you have any more Sorry to say mine real quick. Um, well, the only other one I threw in was Calvin Candy. Um, he, he wasn't going to make my list. I don't think he's as good as some of these other guys that I named. But but I still think he was a really good villain. He does a really good job, like, getting um, – I know that one scene, like, it's, it's like, his most popular scene in the movie where he, like, slaps the table and cuts himself. Yeah. He wasn't actually supposed to cut himself, but he just kept acting. Like, that scene is so good. And, like, how he has the two uh, – black guys just literally fight each other to the death in his office mm-hmm. like it's just so yeah, such a messed up thing to do that i i don't know i just think he he does a good job and obviously not much needs to be said for DiCaprio as an actor so for my honorable mentions i had a uh, rob riggle from uh 21 jump street <laughs> <laughs> um i had a uh, i had let's see i had antoine Chigurh. i had agent smith from the matrix who i just think is an overpowered character. I had Jack Torrance from uh, The Shining. I don't know if you've ever seen that, but really yeah, good, good movie. I also had The Ring. Really, really underground movie. I don't know if you've seen it. Shining. Yeah, yeah The Shining. <laughs> Not many people know about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, I had actually The Ring from Lord of the Rings more so than Sauron because, like, Sauron know. is a whack one. I finished yeah, he's not, the he's not like a, he's not a villain. He's just he's he, just, dude. It's more he, the ring. It's more uh, the ring. It's more the ring is more of the villain. Yeah, the ring is way more of a villain than he is. I mean, I know the ring's technically like a part of him or whatever. Yeah, but, but like, it's not like Sauron. Like I saw like that was so lame, dude. When I was researching, like I love the Lord of the Rings franchise. Like it's in my top ten movies. Oh, awesome! It but, was uh, awesome. Just like Sauron as like a fucking villain is just like kind of fucking. Lame. He, I thought he was honestly a really lame villain because like, he just has the, it's just the eye but dude that opening the eye, and then when you see him you like kind of only see him like murk people like once or twice and then it's like next thing you know some random chick is just stabbing him and he's dead mm-hmm. it's like his his when he the actual like physical like guy was on screen he was really lame mm-hmm. the only argument is is that the eye like when they touch um that orb or whatever I would say that uh, it's Mary, I believe, touches the orb yeah. in, in the third one, and like it starts freaking out. I thought that was pretty cool with the eye, like, and it says like "I see you, I see you." I thought that was really good, but I definitely would not have him Sauron. But I like the ring. The ring is a cool. 
Yeah, and then I I, I just put Michael Corleone in there just because he's so iconic and my yeah. favorites. Yeah, you can. That's not going to be yeah. against that. No uh, I just want to say, um, <laughs> from when I was little, I used to love my favorite one of my favorite villains because I was just like a huge nerd when it came to Star Wars. It was never Darth Vader. It was always Darth Maul and Gen- Darth Maul. Dude, that's that's our generation. <laughs> I'm telling you. Everybody. So far, dude, Darth Maul. I used to have like the double lights. Double lightsaber joint. Awesome. I used to love that guy. That was my favorite uh, Star Wars movie just because of him, literally. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, General other- Grievous. General Grievous or Grievous. Is sick. He's just he was sick. Cool. like he was when cool he, when he dude. yeah, he's got six lightsabers. Like it's just yeah. dope. <laughs> it's just so cool. Well, like little kids, like that shit was crazy. Noah, do you have any honorable mentions? I saw Hal Nine Thousand. That's from Two Thousand One: A Space Odyssey. That's like kind of a dumb one, I thought. But I saw that on some of the lists that I was looking on. Yeah, I thought that one was kind of dumb. If I don't, you've never, if you've never seen it, like it was kind of a dumb. I think he's just a bit, pretty much a computer. I, yeah, um, I mean, I don't have any more. No, you don't have any honorable mentions. Scarf, I, I have a few yeah. actually. Throw Just, them out. Uh, quick ones. So I'm, I'm, I don't know if I'm surprised or not, but one name we haven't mentioned yet is Thanos, and I feel like he should be mentioned. I, I, I understand he's like you know comic book dude, but he is a pretty great villain in the little Endgame and Infinity War. I mean, he's definitely, if anything, he's definitely a super fun villain. Yeah, he's <laughs> fun. I don't know if he's the best, but and he's fun. Memes. And then um, outside of that, I had uh, had to go back to the horror roots. I have Freddy Krueger. I, I want to pick one of like him, Michael Myers, or uh, Jason Voorhees. And Krueger, just, I think he has the, the coolest little aesthetic out of all of them. My, bought, the my boy Noah went through the nightmares, whole thing, roster. I mean, I totally... <laughs> I totally agree with you, though, on that one. I think I, w- I was thinking about putting my honorable mentions, but I didn't end up doing it. Um, but there's just like really cool. Like he just has like a cool get up, a cool like he has really unique scenes. Yeah, I love his weapon um, as like the claw hand, the, like the scissor hands. And then the scene where he like comes out of the wall while they're sleeping mm-hmm. um, like through the wall. That is one of the the coolest scenes for like a kill in like any horror movie ever i think that's such a cool scene i think my favorite one i love the sweater by the way too the little red and green sweater but i think my favorite kill he has is um when he's invisible in the hospital and he's just like flinging that girl's body around the room and has her like bleeding on like the ceiling and but you can't see him it's just it's, it's shot really well too i don't know if you guys know what i'm talking about but i do i know what you're talking about that's probably one of my favorite like murder scenes from a you know, horror movie villain. Yeah, that that's a really good one. I mean, I was thinking about putting the only thing about the reason like I didn't really consider any of the uh, horror franchise characters or anything is because all those movies got to a point where they just became so shitty ass, that like yeah, like as you keep them further and further into them, they just keep getting worse and worse. As fuck. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. Oh, also, one I didn't really think about that I just saw looking at something is uh, Comatus from The Gladiator. Yeah, uh, I, mean, I saw that one too. But like, that's a pretty good one. Like, he wouldn't be one. in the list, but that's a pretty solid one. Um, yeah. He wasn't list. Yeah, that's what I thought when I saw him. Like, he's good, but he's not list worthy. Obviously, you got Scar from The Lion King. That's what I know. That's no, low key. You can make that argument. The Lion, dude. All those Pixar movies. I'm not gonna lie. All the Pixar movies are great. Like, I mean, they're solid. What do you mean they're solid? Ratatouille. You wouldn't watch Ratatouille. I thought Ratatouille's 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 not one of my favorites. Definitely not one of my favorite ones. I really wouldn't want to watch that again, though. To be honest, (laughs) I think it's rewatchable. I mean, I've, I've watched it a bunch of times for sure. There's no doubt about that. Um, but yeah, do we have any more? I mean, I think that Kylo Ren did a good. As much as yeah. I'm not a fan of the, uh, I'm not a huge fan of the new Star Wars series, but I would say that Kylo Ren is definitely Adam Driver playing Kylo is definitely the bright spot in in that in the new movie. He's, a, um, as he's a, a he's another actor that's really good. I mean, especially like I don't want to say newer, but like he's kind of newer within the within like the later portions of the 2010s like he he really blew up and he's done some great things 
Yeah, I mean, I um, that's it for me at least. In that's terms it for of- me too. I don't really got anything else. Yeah, I mean, I'm just sitting here waiting for like, I want more new movies, you know, to come. I want out. more new movies. I need some new rap, like just some new music. To like, like, there's that uh, that Tom Hanks movie came out, but it doesn't look very exciting to me. Um, and then hey, Tom Hanks and Catch Me, or Catch Me If You Can, one of the best villains ever. <laughs> the shittiest Boston accent. Definitely not. Yeah, really bad. Um, no, we're gonna have to update these lists once um Godzilla versus Kong drops because I'll I'll slap a Godzilla in my top five. Okay, okay. your top five. Talk, villain. talk your talk. <laughs> talk your talk. Yo, top five villain though that lady who let out like the monster and the like top like gladiator Godzilla creature in in the last Godzilla. Dude, I just I just the really lady that just like blows open. I just feel bad for kids like who who saw like like Suicide Squad and like the Harley Quinn movies and like thought you know that's the Joker like I just feel bad for those kids like hey but I mean I mean they can just go watch the it could be not Queen Phoenix <laughs> no no yeah no, it I, could be it could you be could, you could argue Joaquin Phoenix I mean that's a really good one but he's not oh, even like a villain he's not really a villain yeah he's he, more just like depressing he's, he's he an comes, anti-hero I call him an anti-hero he's like a villain to society by like creating the whole joker thing and then like all the jokers raiding like the city yeah but yeah i mean he he's just as the joker he does a really like for a different type of movie that like tries to tackle mental health awesome job like such a good job he's definitely in my opinion one of the best actors right now yeah i mean he's he's been he's been the game for a while though yeah oh yeah he has he's been great for a long time he was comedist so yeah and he does a great job um anything else we just all right i think that's it i think we're gonna wrap up any final statements or are we piecing i'm piecing check out the split cut on youtube check out the split cut on youtube give our boys some subs some likes for some nba content he goes hard are you still posting like once a day or once every other day or something like that i'm on a little once every other day type vibe right now but um definitely got ideas cooking you got also follow follow these boys Multiple, multiple ones, multiple NBA videos from Noah at the Split Cut on YouTube, um, and we're gonna be trying to get this up on Spotify. So we're gonna uh, hopefully see you guys there. Tune in next week. And... Give these boys the followers. <laughs> All right, peace out. Let's do it. <laughs>